0: Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson.
1: Welcome back. It's time to kick some more ADHD, and uh, it's uh, boy episode. What is this? Dana, is this episode
2: eight now? It is, David. Episode number eight. It says on my piece of paper.
1: I know, and so that means that we have finished putting off those procrastination episodes that we <laughs> we weren't getting to those. But anyway, no, no, we. Well, got hopefully,
2: them to- people haven't put off listening to them, <laughs> and they have listened to them.
1: Exactly because. None of us would ever do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Oh, boy. You know what I'm excited about today, Dana? What? We are going to have our very first listener mail.
2: Yay. Because,
1: <laughs> you know, when we were recording the first few episodes, we didn't, nobody had heard any of them yet.
2: <laughs> so, Including us.
1: Yeah, truly. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to That'll come later. And in the meantime, we're going to talk about building a muscle that all yeah. of us need to build. I'm excited about this.
2: Yeah, we're going to talk about building your focus muscle, David. Um, I did a survey of my tribe and the people who get my weekly newsletter. And I asked them what they wanted to know. And a whole bunch of them said they wanted to be able to focus while working from home. And and they generally want to be able to focus anyway. But now these days, since so many more people are working from home, that that became the thing. So what's going on is, is people can't focus and this has always been a problem for people with ADHD, but now that more and more people are remote working, it's become more and more of a problem.
1: Interesting. So this survey, had it gone out before we published our episode on working from the first one on working from home, like episode four? No, no. Cool. So the people may not have known that we talked about this yet. Or they right. did. Okay, cool. All right. So interesting. Well, it, it's true, though, because when you're working from home, obviously, we, we, had, we talked about all sorts of you know, stuff related to working from home on that episode. Focus was one of them, but by yes. no means was it the only one. And so if we talk about building your focus muscle today, it'll hopefully help anybody working from home, but also the rest of us, whether we're working from
2: home or not, right? Right, because we need to be able to focus and we need to be able to have a realistic idea of what focus is. So, David, when I was thinking about today's episode, I decided to break it into two parts. So today we're going to talk about um, about focus in general and understanding focus in, with ADHD because another thing I realized from the survey is that people have a a misconception about what it means to focus with attention deficit. And I have learned over the years that I, it's so important for people to understand how their brain works, how their ADHD works to be able to be realistic with their expectations and with what they're trying to achieve as far as their brain, brain goes. Uh, realistic expectations
1: are a big deal. Cause if you're, if you're trying to accomplish something and I think I think some of us are trying to accomplish something that just isn't really ever, either A, it's really never going to happen, or B, it, if even if we got this, it wouldn't be what we really want, right? You know, this focus thing.
2: <laughs> yes, in the way that we think we want it. And we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Okay. But first, I want people to realize that they are not alone when they think it's harder to focus when a task is boring, when a task is repetitive. They're not alone when they can't kick their brain and their focus into gear unless there is a looming deadline. Mm -hmm. Those things are very common for people with ADHD. We have to be aware of them, and we do need to be able to work with them and use them as much as we can to our advantage.
1: And some some of us are are learning, like as business owners, for example, some of us have the ability or should have potentially the ability to kind of offload some of the repetitive boring stuff. And so, unfortunately… I should, in theory, be one of those people, but I haven't ever been good at actually delegating that stuff. <laughs> so that's one of the things that I'm getting better at. Thank you. But um, well,
2: maybe maybe we should have an episode on delegating.
1: Let me write that down. Delegation. Write that down. Delegate. <laughs> yes. Um, delegate. So but but we can't all, even if even if delegating is a great idea, we can't all do that. Right. There are things that we have to do that are just boring or tedious or repetitive or whatever. And none of us really gets to escape all of them, even if we do own the business. Right. So right. so. And, and so those tasks are awful. <laughs> you know, yes. they're just awful. I, I loved one of the things that you taught me about ha- had to do with strengths versus weaknesses. And you redefined weaknesses for me in a very useful way. And I am categorizing things that I will never do that way. So, okay. Let's talk about focus. <laughs> how thank did, you. How do we how do we get back on track here? No. Um, so yeah. We're not alone. And then if we're not focusing, we end up suffering. So let's talk about what it costs when we're not actually focusing correctly.
2: Right. When we're not focusing correctly, our life is chaotic. It's stressful. So much anxiety. We we can feel worried all the time, worried (sighs) that people are going to notice that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, notice that the deadlines are being pushed and late. Um, notice that they're having to worry about you getting your things done. Also, you rush. So you don't, if you're working really intently to the deadline, you're rushed so you don't get to do your best work.
1: Truly, truly. And that's one of the things that I really have grown to hate over the years as I've kind of stayed in that cycle. We've talked about this on other episodes where the cycle is procrastinate late, last minute, or over the deadline, and so – I'm not doing my best work. Well, after a while I don't enjoy doing something that's not my best work anymore.
2: Yeah. That's not fun. Right. It right and it, it's it's hard to do. It's not fun. And there's so much anxiety and stress with that. So what we want to be able to do is be realistic about how we can focus, have realistic expectations. So we're calmer. There's less anxiety. We are the person that we intend to be, which is a person who can be relied on to do what needs to get done. Also with our own businesses, we are able to make more money if we're able to, and have more free time. Also, I found that the better my focus gets, the faster I get my work done. And so I get more time to play, which is a lovely thing.
1: That's beautiful. That sounds so great. Honestly, I, I, <laughs> I want to get there. Dana, help me get there. Let's get there. Okay. Yeah. Let's
2: get there, David. Let's get there. Um, so one of the things that was hardest for me when I first started my own business was focusing. I just, it, I would spend days staring at the screen and not knowing what to do and not being able to focus. So I've over the years developed a whole bunch of tricks and tools to help myself focus. And then I've also been so much more aware talking with so many people with ADHD over the years is what's realistic. So even though my ADHD is well managed most of the time, sometimes I still have a hard time focusing. Sure. Sure. And that's the reality of it. That's I mean, we don't ever get
1: it. to escape the brain chemistry, right? I mean, we can mitigate it and we can put guardrails and other things in place to help us, but but at, at the end of the day, I don't want a different brain than the one I have, <laughs> right? So I wanna be able to I wanna have the stronger muscle though. Which is yeah, which is, which is yeah. What we want we're build. we want
2: to have the stronger muscle, and the reason I gave you that look were, <laughs> is because some people tell me I want a different brain. Oh, really? I I want to have a neurotypical brain. Oh boy, and that breaks my heart yeah. in some ways. I love my ADHD brain. I love it when it's when it, I can control it mm-hmm. most of the time. Because I think it makes me so much more creative, so much more compassionate, empathetic, more fun, more lively definitely
1: definitely i I, I listened to Elon Musk recently, who i am fairly confident may have some version of a d h d but he's working on a neural interface. So, hey, maybe in 20 or 30 years where, we, you know, after they get some of this stuff done, maybe we'll have, you know, the ability to circumvent. But until we have a neural interface to directly to computers and AI and stuff, we we, we probably need to have the expectation that we're going to struggle with, with some of this from time to time.
2: Right. We need to be able to learn how to get lots of focus on interrupted work done during the day. We need to learn how to be able to put down our phone, shut down the messengers, all of that stuff, control the distractions and the interruptions. We need to learn how to be more self-motivated so we can get stuff done.
1: Sure, sure. So, okay, I'm feeling the pain, but I also see that if we, if we improve this muscle, the things we're going to be able to lift will result in more – Stuff getting done, being more reliable, being our best selves, making more money, being less anxious, those are all really good. So I'm excited about this focus muscle building process.
2: Okay, okay. So we cannot expect to sit down and focus like a person without ADHD. That's not who we are. That's not how we operate. That's not realistic. Our brains don't work that way. Especially if we are not supporting our brains to be more focused. Medication, ADHD medication, is a way to support your brain so you can be more focused, stimulate your 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 neurotransmitter activity. Anyway, I don't want to get into all of that. Or if your ADHD isn't optimized, if your ADHD medication isn't optimized, if it's not the right dose, the right time of day, all of that medication stuff. A lot of people choose not to take medication. They choose, or they can't take it, or it's not working for them, or they can't afford it, especially self-employed people. Oh my gosh, you know, we have <laughs> our, in, like, our health insurance is a nightmare, and it we often can't afford the medication. And, and anyway,
1: And sometimes it you know, uh, one of the unexpected side effects that built up over time with someone in my life, not me, who is on medication, is that it has gotten to the point now where it really cranks up the anxiety so far that I don't think stimulants are a good idea anymore, right? Well, yeah, yeah, and that depends. mm -hmm.
2: Right, it depends on the person. Anyway, so medication isn't always an option. Right. And we do need to pay attention to our self-care. I can, I will, would testify on a stack of bibles <laughs> that my adhd is much better managed now because i get enough sleep i drink enough water i eat a healthy diet i get enough exercise i meditate like a fiend wow. and it's all of those things have helped me build the brain that i have now so without all those pieces in place it's going to be a lot harder to focus but you're still not ever going to focus like a neurotypical person a person without adhd that's the reality of what we're dealing with. So what I want today is to help our listeners understand ADHD focus, what's realistic, what's not. And then next week in part 2, we're going to talk about ways to improve your focus, so okay. some of the tools, some of the tricks that we can use to improve our focus.
1: So diet, sleep, exercise, meditation. These are just these are good habits and we know we we need to build them. So um I think that is useful just to reinforce that those things are 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 helpful. I appreciate you bringing yeah. those back up.
2: Yeah, it's it's key. It's just key. Anyway, but that's a whole different sure topic. Sure it is. Yeah. 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 Anyway, okay. So, let's get into understanding focus so people can start to build their focus muscle. Okay. What I have realized David is that there are three types of ADHD focus. I call them searchlight focus. This is typical unmanaged attention deficit where your, your focus is just um, sweeping back and forth all over the place. It's not focus that sticks intently on something scanning we're
1: scanning thank you there's the word we're looking for something interesting
2: (laughs) right we're looking we're looking scanning all the time looking for that shiny interesting thing
1: find me some dopamine will you searchlight
2: (laughs) please please okay yeah that's exactly it yeah then the next the next kind of focus i call spotlight focus so our focus still moves but it's not scanning like that it can focus on one thing but it sort of moves a little bit it moves often with the thing and it, it moves a little bit but then it comes back onto the item we want to focus on okay so that's that's spotlight focus
1: and i like um, that because the topic is the issue right if, if you're running a spotlight for a stage production you follow the singer or the actor or the whatever right you know you you just you stay on them even though they move <laughs> right you're not exactly you're not like sitting there still and they walked off <laughs> you know exactly. so that's useful that's very very useful but it's flexible. Yeah. It's flexible. It's got some room to maneuver.
2: And that's one of the tricks of living more easily with ADHD is flexibility, mm. maneuverability, but not too much, just enough.
1: Right. Okay. okay.
2: And then the third kind of focus is laser focus. And that is also called hyperfocus in ADHD lingo. That's a really intense focus on the topic, of topic at hand. That's when you the deadline is looming, and you are so focused the house could be on fire, and you might not even know it. I've had clients so hyper focused they've forgotten to pick their kid up at school um i've you know it's hyper focus is what we often think we want, however, I don't think it's what we really do want or need. We just think it is.
1: And and that's the thing that you're like, I'm capable of hyper-focus without medication. I don't need to train to hyper-focus because but the problem is I can't predict when I'm going to be able to do it. And then like you said, a lot of times when I'm hyper-focusing it's not beneficial like I think it is. I mean, I might get the thing done that I'm focused on, but I'm not making good decisions or things are falling apart in other ways. And so that's the thing. And plus, it also wears you
2: out. Yeah, David, let's tell our story about how we got the first podcasts edited and posted.
1: Okay, so...
2: Are you okay talking about Oh, absolutely.
1: That? I think there's okay. nothing more hilarious, especially because you're very gracious, Dana. There's nothing more hilarious than two people with ADHD starting a massive project like, hey, let's start a podcast with no deadlines. <laughs> yeah. Because we recorded the first few episodes long before there was a pandemic and In then
2: October. i know
1: right and then there were all these <laughs> things that needed to get done it was a website to build and all things th- and so i'm working on stuff and you're working on things and we're doing it but it's just not moving very quickly so wh- i don't know maybe but it was a month or so into the pandemic you brought this great idea up that i love and
2: what and what we did was what i call productivity partner it's also called a body double, but a productivity partner makes more sense. So what we would do is we'd set up a video call and we would be working on the podcast at the same time, doing nothing else. And that having that other physical presence there would help David get the editing done and the things done and me get the things done that I needed to get done. And it we got it done. What we did, we did the, maybe a month of those, two hours at a time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and highly productive. I,
1: I muted myself <laughs> because I was doing audio things that would have been disruptive to you. So we're not talking to each other for the most part.
2: No, you're not talking to each other. It's just there another physical presence working. Anyway, we were hyper-focused. And here's what we noticed. We got a heck of a lot done. However, after that evening, after those sessions, I would be absolutely exhausted. And David, what happened to you?
1: Same thing. I mean, it was – now, and of course, I wasn't I, – I had to do more – that was unrelated to the podcast. So I didn't have the luxury of backing off. Uh, not, I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying like, uh, but it, it, it creates a drag. You, you there's only yeah. so much gas in that tank. And once you spend it all on something, you got to put more in somewhere.
2: <laughs> and, right. And that's, so that's, yeah. so hyperfocus is a great tool when you need it to really bust out some work and get stuff done. However, that's not where we want to live. It's not at all where we want to live. We want to be able to live more often in the spotlight focus. In the I, I, I
1: agree. Focus. You don't. I, I. wouldn't want to even do that a couple times a week anymore. That. Kind of, I mean, you know, no. that kind of hyper focus. Because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't,
2: yeah. I don't either because it was, yeah. Cause I have other stuff going on. So it's after a full day of work and we do that. And that night I would just be so tired. I'd be sitting in drool <laughs> coming out of the corner of my mouth. And Scott would look at me and say, what in the world's wrong with you? I said, my brain is just exhausted. It's that and David guy. I, he did this to David me. <laughs> and then, and then finally I realized, oh, this is only on the days that we're doing the productivity partner.
1: Funny. Yeah. yeah. Interesting.
2: Okay. So. What we want is spotlight focus. That's our goal, where we can focus, we get things done, we have the flexibility to adjust and readjust back on task. So next week, we're going to talk more about how to achieve that. Change your perception that what you really want is laser focus, that hyper focus, because it's it's exhausting. Yeah, you get stuff done, but you can't do it long term and have your brain still be healthy. I have a saying that I tell my my tribe: if you don't give your brain a break, it will take a break when it th- when it wants to.
1: I was just thinking about that, and and that's what you would set your up set yourself up for if you if you hyperfocus too much.
2: Right. Or, or so focused. you're you're fiber focused, you're thinking you're getting stuff done, and then your brain just says, Nope, enough. I'm finished and I'm going to take a couple of days off and get and do nothing. And that, there's nothing you can do about it. That
1: that that is that is a really, really important thing. I'm so glad that you rather than try to like build the focus muscle all in one episode, I'm really glad that you decided to do this. So we we talk we set our expectations correctly in this episode. Next week we talk a little bit more about how to build that muscle. But it's, it's like if you go to the gym and you lift and you, you build a muscle in one direction, but you never stretch, (laughs) you become muscle bound, right? It's not the outcome you really want, even though you think you want to be able to lift more weight or be stronger or look better or whatever. It's not, it's not, you're not producing the outcome that you really, that you really Exactly.
2: Exactly. And so David, before we get into the mailbag, I just want people to realize that learning to live with ADHD is something they have to fight for. It's something that you have to be intentional about, and you have to go about it in a way that works for you. Wishing you had a different brain, wishing you were a different person is not an effective option. It's not sustainable. And we are all about sustainability here in Kick Some ADHD.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay.
2: So, before we wrap up David tell us about the mailbag I yeah. want to know
1: so we've, we've got some stuff that came in and all, and I know we're going to also have a takeaway before we wrap up we'll have something that we that we want to leave everyone with today so that's that's going to be cool too um, we shared the podcast out on Facebook and there is a Facebook page and a Twitter account by the way now for uh, Kick Some ADHD so it's Kick Some ADHD in both places and so if you've not followed us on Facebook or Twitter or whatever your preferred network is then you can do that but the comments that came in you know of course dana when you launch a podcast it's you and me right we share it with our friends and family we share it with our tribe our email lists or whatever so most of the time the people that are listening in the early days are they're friendly to us so the feedback has been so great thank you oh yeah i mean you know the comments on facebook and the and messages so I, i had a good friend who's a business owner and they had to shut down during the pandemic he and his daughter both have adhd and they're the ones running the business and he sent me this just delightful message that talked about how much it was helpful to him. He Listen, he plowed through all four episodes that we launched with in like, I don't know, 48 hours or less. <laughs> so, um, and he just talked about some of the struggles that they had to deal with, with getting, you know, money into the business for the, uh, you know, because of the shutdown. So, um, all of the, the feedback has been great. I don't want to read any of these, you know, directly out because they're they're very some of them are just they're good friends of ours, Dana. So if you would like to give us some feedback, maybe you think the shows are too long, maybe you think they're too short, maybe you want them more often, less often, I don't know. Let us hear from you. You can find us on the web at kicksumadh.com. There are places to leave comments there. You can follow us on social media, leave your comments there, and you can also send us email. To hello at kicksomeadhd.com. We will read everything. We may not respond to everything because this is a thing that we do. But we also have things we have to do other than this. So,
0: yes. <laughs> um, so Imagine anyway.
1: that. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And also, if you're if you like the podcast, subscribe to it on your podcast, whatever it is.
1: It makes a app. difference, honestly, because that 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 actually really helps us. And if you really want to do something amazing for us, you can leave us a review on whichever platform you use. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, all of the above. So you can just find us there. So Dana, let's find a takeaway that we want to leave everyone with for today. How's that?
2: Okay, I have a little bit of pre- pre- preparatory, is that the right word? Preparatory homework for next week. I want everybody to get familiar with the um, social, the, the time, app you use on your phone. So whether it's uh screen time on Apple or what's the one on Android David? Yeah,
1: they call it digital well-being. It's it's not really a separate app, it's just baked into Android. So if you're Yeah. yeah. And some and, of the some yeah. of the other Android phone makers, you know, have specific stuff, but there's all of them have digital well-being.
2: So it's a so it's a way to track your digital use because this is a huge focus suck is the the phone. So I want you to just take some time, get familiar with it. Be honest with how much time you're spending on social media, how much time you're using, you're spending on your phone. Don't make any changes yet. You don't have to. Just look at it. Okay.
1: Mostly about just measuring at this point, right?
2: Yep. Let's We're figure. just becoming aware. Become aware. Just All becoming right. aware. Yeah. Dana, this and is remember, good stuff. You, oh, Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. And remember, you have to fight for the brain you want to have. Thinking, I'll do that later. Or, oh, I don't need to do that, is not fighting for the brain you want to have. If you want to kick some ADHD, you've got to be aware of your ADHD and how it impacts your life.
1: Awesome. I love it. And so next week we're gonna talk about the actual process of building that focus muscle. But this week we've 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 set better expectations for ourselves. So really good stuff. I'm really looking forward to our next episode, Dana.
0: Yay, me too, David. Thanks. Right. See you then. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, Squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.